Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Change your vehicle's oil before your summer road trip and save money now with Pennzoil and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic for just $22.95 after mail-in rebate. Save money and protect your engine against sludge and wear with the synthetic oil change. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. I am your host, Larry Lees. Today we're diving into eight still unsolved cases that have stumped police for a very long time. First, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Pondex, for sponsoring this episode. You can check them out today, pondex.com. Use promo code Larry21 for 10% off your first purchase. We take a look at a few bloody chapters from the history of crime. One way or another, these cases shocked, repulsed, and even thrilled the public in their day. But they all have one thing in common. None of these murders were ever officially solved. And number eight, the Hinterkaifeck murders. In the early 20th century, there was a little farmstead situated roughly halfway between the German towns there's no way I'm going to say this right, of Ingolstadt and Schrobenheisen in Bavaria. It belonged to the Gruber family and was known as Hinterkaifeck. Andre Gruber lived there with his wife, his adult daughter, two young grandkids, and a maid. On March 31, 1922, all six of them were killed with rusty farm tools. Who did it and why remains a mystery. After a while, the locals began to notice their absence. The entire family missed church on Sunday. And young Cecilia hadn't attended school several days in a row. Eventually, a few of them went to the farmstead where they discovered the horrid scene. Most of the Grubers had been murdered in the barn, presumably lured inside one at a time. The maid, Maria Bumgardner, and the two-year-old baby, Joseph Gruber, were killed inside the house. At first, police suspected one or more vagrants, but dismissed the idea since the house had not been disturbed and money was left where it was. Even more curiously, the killer or killer spent time at the farm after the murders, lighting fires, eating food, and even feeding the animals. Afterward, suspicious, suspicions were directed towards some of the locals, particularly one Lorenz Schlittenbauer, who was rumored to be the father of young Joseph Gruber. An even more sordid rumor said that Andre Gruber was actually the father of his own grandchild after having an incestuous relationship with his daughter, Victoria. Lastly, there was Victoria's actual husband, Carl Gabriel, who was purportedly killed in World War I, but one hypothesis claimed he survived, returned home, and killed the family in anger when he found out that his wife had a baby with another man. 
These are just three or more of the per pervasive notions regarding what happened at Hendrik Heifek. There are many more, but no evidence to prove any of them. And number seven, the Green Bicycle Case. On the night of July 15th, or excuse me, July 5th, 1919, 21-year-old Bella Wright was shot and killed outside a tiny English village called Little Stretton in Leicestershire. The only clue the police had to go on was that she was seen earlier that evening in the company of a man riding a green bicycle. This might sound like the setup for a mystery novel, but it ended up becoming one of England's most notorious and controversial murders of the early 20th century. The controversy stemmed from the fact that authorities always had a solid suspect. His name was Ronald Light. He was 33 years old, and not only did he own a green bicycle, but he tried to get rid of it after the crime. He also threw away a pistol holster with bullets that matched the one that killed Bella Wright. Lastly, he reluctantly admitted to being the man on the green bicycle that night, after eyewitnesses identified him. All of this built a strong case for Light's guilt, and yet he was acquitted in 1920. His attorney, the venerable Sir Edward Marshall Hall, pointed out that all the circumstantial evidence merely indicated that Light and Wright rode together that night for a while, something which his client had already admitted. None of it suggested that Light had anything to do with Wright's death, or that he was present at the time. The main scenario advanced by Hall was that the young woman was killed by a ricochet from someone hunting in a nearby field. He argued that a close-range shot would have caused a lot more damage to the face whereas the actual bullet hole was so small that the first doctor who inspected the body missed it. Moreover, he pointed out Light's complete lack of motive for the killing, and he even put his client on the stand to testify and show off his calm demeanor and soft-spokenness. Clearly, he won over the jury, who unanimously agreed that Ronald Light was not guilty. Ever since then, crime buffs have been left to wonder what really happened that night. Number six, the Texarkana Moonlight Murders. We move on now to the unsolved case of a serial killer active in the U.S. decades ago. He preyed on young couples in secluded areas. He killed five people that we know of. He shot all of his victims, but some of them survived. He was never identified, so he was referred to by a nickname in the media. The police did have one solid suspect, but could never positively tie him to the murders. Some of you crime buffs might be spotting a lot of similarities to the notorious Zodiac murders, but in fact, we're talking about a string of killings that occurred over two decades prior, and are mostly forgotten today, while the Zodiac still remains one of America's most notorious criminals. They were the Texarkana Moonlight Murders, perpetrated by someone dubbed by the media the Phantom Killer, or the Phantom Slayer. The murders occurred in and around the sister cities of Texarkana, Texas and Texarkana, Arkansas, between February and May of 1946. They were investigated by the Texas Rangers who suspected a man named U.L. Swinney of the killings. He was a lifelong petty criminal and it was his wife who first brought him to the police's attention. Although, he, he, although she later refused to testify against him, Swinney was imprisoned the following year, but on unrelated car theft charges. Eventually, the trail went cold, and investigators moved on to other cases. The identity of the phantom killer remained a mystery. 
Number five, The Beautiful Cigar Girl. Fans of detective stories might be familiar with the mystery of Marie Roguet by Edgar Allan Poe. Featuring his crime-solving sleuth, see Auguste Dupin. What they might not know was that Poe's story of the murder of a perfume saleswoman in Paris was based on the actual murder of Mary Cecilia Rogers from New York City. 22-year-old Mary Rogers disappeared on July 25th. 1841, and her body was found three days later in Hoboken, New Jersey, floating in the Hudson River. Mary Rogers was considered a very beautiful young woman, and the tobacco store where she worked as a clerk was often filled with men who bought something just so they could flirt with her. Therefore, her death caused a frenzy as the media dubbed her the beautiful cigar girl. Truth of the matter is that we cannot even say with certainty that she was murdered. After three days in the water, her remains were damaged and swollen. There were extensive bruises on her body and what looked like a lig ligature mark on her throat. Both which suggested that she had been assaulted. In fact, the most popular theory of the police at the time was that she had been a victim of gang violence. Other ideas suggested that Mary died during a failed abortion or that her fiancé, Daniel Payne, was involved. Payne allegedly had an airtight alibi for that night, but remained a suspect in the public mind after committing suicide a few months later, and leaving behind a note asking for forgiveness for his misspent life. Eventually, once all the sordid details were out in the open, people started to lose interest, and the newspapers moved on to the next story, leaving the death of Mary Rogers unsolved to this day. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Change your vehicle's oil before your summer road trip and save money now with Pennzoil and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic for just $22.95 after mail-in rebate. Save money and protect your engine against sludge and wear with the synthetic oil change. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today or OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Number four. The Shimoyama Incident. In 1949, Japanese or Japan experienced three deadly incidents involving its railway system. A train was derailed in Fukushima, another one was crashed into Tokyo's Mataka Station, and lastly, our focus today the first president of the Japanese National Railways, Sadanori Shimoyama, disappeared on July 5th and was found the following day. His body severed after being run over by a train. Obviously, given the temporal proximity between the three events, many immediately suspected that Shimoyama's death was caused by the same group of people responsible for the other incidents. Those who believed the three were connected generally suspected radical union members 
who were affiliated with the Japanese Communist Party. Even if they weren't involved, there was a very long list of people who may have wanted to harm Shimayama. As the president of the railway network, he was responsible for personnel cutbacks that saw tens of thousands of workers lose their job. This gave investigators a giant suspect pool, but also a motive for possible suicide. Some believed that he killed himself due to stress and guilt over the layoffs. Authorities at the time conducted a tight-lipped investigation. Eventually, they closed the case without any arrest and never disclosed any details. It wasn't until recent detail, decades, excuse me, that hundreds of documents from the investigation were made public, but it brought us no closer to solving his death. Number three, the Arglemont mystery. For this case, we travel to Argyll, Scotland, to Arglemont House, the estate that once belonged to the Hambro family. In 1891, the family accepted a new person into their ranks, 30-year-old Alfred John Monson, who was there to serve as a gentleman tutor for 18-year-old Cecil Hambro. Two years later, on August 10, 1893, Monson took Cecil for a day's hunting. Accompanying them was an acquaintance of Monson named Edward Scott. At one point, shots rang out of the forest, and the servants then saw only Monson and Scott return back with the guns. The duo claimed that Cecil had accidentally shot himself in the head by discharging his weapon while climbing a fence. An investigation was launched immediately, but there was no suspicion of foul play. At first, as there was seemingly no motive. A few weeks after Cecil's death, authorities discovered that just a few days before the shooting, the young aristocrat took out two life insurance policies and for some reason named Monson's wife as beneficiary. Now there was a motive, to, so police arrested Monson and charged him with murder, while his accomplice went on the run. The trial itself was notable for featuring the testimony of Joseph Bell, the Scottish surgeon who inspired Sir Arthur Conan Doyle to create Sherlock Holmes. He was of the opinion that Monson had shot young Cecil Hambro. Even so, he was acquitted after the jury returned with the Scottish ver verdict of not proven used in Scott's law when neither side can def definitively make their case. <laughs> Number two, the murder of Mal McCarthy. On November 21st, 1940, Mary McCarthy was gunned down in a rundown old cartage, cottage in Mar Hill, a small village in County Tipperary Island. Ireland, excuse me. Sometimes late, sometime later, a neighbor by the name of Henry Gleason, often referred to as Harry, found her body and reported her death to the police. Gleason was arrested, convicted, and hanged for the murder of Maul McCarthy. It all sounds like a brutal but straightforward case. Gleason even had a motive. McCarthy occasionally worked as a prostitute and had several children by multiple men. Gleason was said to be one of them except that his child died in infancy, so he killed McCarthy out of anger. And yet, in the decades since the crime occurred, he came to be regarded as one of the most egregious miscarriages of justice. As more and more people lobbied for Gleason's innocence, it culminated in 2015 when, for the first time in the state's history, the President of Ireland gave him a 
posthumous pardon. Crime buffs suggested that the real culprit could have been a member of the local Garde or the IRA with Gleason serving as a simple patsy. And number one, the Teal Pond Mystery. The early 90s saw the premiere of a surreal and captivating show called Twin Peaks, centered around the mysterious murder of a young woman named Laura Palmer. However, the inspiration for the show came from a scary story that co-creator Mark Frost heard from his grandmother when he was a boy. The real-life murder of Hazel Drew. This happened all the way back in 1908 in a little town in New York State called Sand Lake. Hazel Drew was a 20-year-old who disappeared on the night of July 7th with her body washing ashore on the banks of the local pond four days later. She had a corset string around her neck and a head injury from a blunt object. Plus, there was no water in her lungs, indicating that she was dead before going into the pond. The details surrounding the investigation were very reminiscent of Twin Peaks. The list of suspects included a dim-witted farm boy, a peddler of charcoal, a dentist named Edwin Knopf, who was in love with the victim, and even a man who was said to possess hypnotic powers. Modern sleuths who combed through the documents and newspaper reports from that time suggest that the local authorities were keen to dismiss the notion that there was a murder in the little town. Instead, they put forward the idea that Hazel Drew had been run over by a reckless driver who then tried to get rid of the body by dumping. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Pick it in the pond. While not impossible, it was inconsistent with the victim's injuries and the teal pond mystery remains unsolved. And now finally... On to our newest segment, the Pond Deck segment, where we dive into their true crime deck available on the Pond Decks app. You can find out about Pond Decks at pondex.com. And today's question What is the one homicide or missing person case that drives you crazy or is on your mind a lot? Hmm. That is a tough one. I would say... I'd go with, um, let's see, Amelia Earhart, but also, uh, on top of that, Natalie Holloway, which I did a video, so if you click up here, around here, uh, you can go watch that video. But yeah, I'm going to go with Natalie Holloway. As always, thanks for watching. Um, hit that subscribe button. Give us a thumbs up on the video if you like the video. 
and we'll catch you tomorrow or next week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.